Hello and welcome back to our devotions on the Gospel of John. Today we want to talk about foot washing and Jesus' principles about foot washing and what that reflects about our God. So we will read from John chapter 13, we'll look at verse 1 to verse 11 and then verse 34 and 35. Let us pray. Father, this incident of the washing of feet shows your nature so clearly. Not only does it show us how to follow you, but it shows us who you are, what you are like. So Lord, we ask that as we read your word and reflect on it, that you speak deeply into our hearts, assuring us of kind of God you are to us. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. John chapter 13 verse 1 Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, when the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments and, taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet, to wash, wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, What I am going to do you do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If you do not, if I do not wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, The one who has bathed does not need to wash except for his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not every one of you. For he knew who was to betray him. That was why he said, Not all of you are clean. And then verse 34 and 35. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I want to look first at the last act of Jesus. Verse, verse 1 says, Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world. And this was like the one thing that he wanted, the last thing that he wanted to show his disciples. Having loved them all these years, all these three years, he loved them to the end. What he was saying was that this was like the last act of Jesus before he was crucified. And he wanted to show what sort of love that was that he had for them. So rather than doing some great thing, and eventually he would, going on the cross, he did a very small thing. He washed his disciples' feet. One of the things that we realize about service is that often it's the small things that matter very much. It's not always the big things, the huge bonuses, that reassures a person of one's love. It's often the little things, the small gestures. Jesus was sitting at table and obviously they had no slave to wash another person's feet. 
The disciples, having gathered through the day, would have had their feet caked with mud and was uncomfortable sitting for dinner without first washing, especially washing your feet and refreshing them. But there must also have been some tension because they all needed their feet washed, but who was going to wash their feet? They would look at each other and think about the pecking order. Well, I don't want to be beneath him. We are actually equal, but if if we are not equal, then I should be above him and I should be superior. Why should I wash another person's feet? And so I can imagine the little tension there was. No one, each needing his foot washed, his feet washed, but no one really wanting to do it. And so when Jesus saw this, he felt this is the one thing that I could do to show them how much I love them. That nothing is beneath me. That if I love them so much, it doesn't matter that I am the head, that I am the chief. I will wash their feet. I will make them comfortable. I will relieve them of this. And I also relieve them of the tension because each one is trying to compete with the other to refusing to be beneath the other. And I will resolve that by washing their feet. I think one of the things that we learn very much about God is that He is not above washing our feet. Even daily. Can you, can you imagine that? In a very physical way that God is concerned about even our physical comforts and discomforts. I want us to keep a lookout for this every day. In what ways has God been considering your needs, even the smallest needs? It could be a need for a seat when you are tired. It could be a, a need for a nice table where you want to talk to someone. It could be a need for a quiet moment with a friend. And God provides these for you. When God provides the not always huge earth-shaking miracles, very often there are little things that assure you that God thinks of you, that God loves you. And so I want you every day to stop and think about these things. From the morning to the evening, what little things has God done that has warmed your heart, that has reminded you that God is very concerned even about the little things in your life. But it's not just this, it's also the tensions, the conflicts that we face. So often we face conflicts because of our pride, because we don't want to yield to someone, we feel it is not right for us to yield to someone. Sometimes we are the equals and sometimes we are the superiors. We really don't want to stoop lower than what we think our position is. And often then God just comes in and he intervenes and he smoothens things because he becomes the servant. But look at this. That here is one paradox. Jesus says to Peter, unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Always we think of discipleship as us being the servants, us serving Jesus but here instead Jesus is telling Peter, if you don't let me serve you, then you are not part of me. Instead of saying, Peter, if you don't serve me, you have no part of me. Jesus says, if you don't let me serve you, you have no part in me. You see, a relationship with God, a relationship with Jesus is not about servanthood to God. It is not about us just slavishly serving God and foregoing anything 
for ourselves. It is also enjoying God, allowing God to wash our feet, allowing God to, to refresh us. And one of the things then that we must learn is that we must open our hands to receive from God the many surprises and blessings that He gives to us. He doesn't see us as servants. He sees us as partners, more than partners, a part of Him. Him, a part of God. And as we grow in our lives, we realize what a generous God is, God, our God is. And so we just enjoy serving God, but also being served by God. But what I've learned from a spiritual perspective too, is that every day God washes me. You know, at the end of each day as I go to bed, I'm so filled with guilt and having messed up many times, not just done, made mistakes, but sinned blatantly. And sometimes I feel ashamed, ashamed that I failed God again. I usually start well in the morning and by the evening I've accumulated so much guilt and shame that it's an awful feeling. And yet every morning when I wake up, I wake up refreshed, as though all my sins have been washed away, all my corruption has been removed and I wake up loving God and experiencing deep love from God. Even as I go to bed, sinful and ashamed of myself, I wake up full of joy. And I realize then that in the course of the night, God washes my feet, God refreshes me. And I've learned not to feel ashamed, to know that God doesn't despise me or hate me because I go to bed tired and weary and often caked with sin rather than despising me and being contemptuous or angry with me, God then, like a servant, comes to me and washes my feet. I wonder if you have experienced that as well. And it tells me of a father who loves me so much, so, so much, that I need not even be ashamed that I've messed up as I went on throughout the day. Because rather than condemning me, God carefully and gently washes away my sin and leaves me refreshed for the next day. We have a God who serves, a God who wants to be our servant, even as He calls us His servants. We are partners, we are one with each other. Us serving God, God serving us. And that's such a beautiful thing. What is the motivation for that? It's because of love. As Jesus says, I have loved you. And as John said, having loved his disciples in the world, he loved them to the end. The reason God makes himself our servant is because he loves us. And that's the second reflection that I want us to think about us as leaders. And this is one of the basic principles of leadership. That the leader serves those he leads. The chief serves those below him. This is a great departure from what the world tells us. The world tells us that there is a pecking order, that the higher you go, the less you do, or the more power you have, the more you command people to do things. The higher you go, the less dirty work you have to do. You can delegate all the work that you don't want to do. Jesus says this in the other Gospels as well. Whoever wants to be chief among you must be the slave of all. Whoever wants to be greatest must be the servant of all. 
And this rule is not just a reversal of reversal of roles. Rather, it is a rule that is governed by love. Jesus says in verse 34, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, as I loved you enough to wash your feet. So love one another. The reason why the chief is called to be the slave of those beneath him is out of love, not an obligation, out of love. What does that say about leadership? You may be a manager, you may be a boss, you could even have a maid working under you. The principle applies if you are to be in a higher position than the other person, then you're called to be a slave, a servant to that person. But it's not because God will judge you if you do otherwise. It's because we learn the principle of love. Excuse me. The one who is head loves those who are beneath them, who are entrusted to them. Now, I'm not saying then that the CEO must be always washing toilets because they wouldn't have time for that. But what I mean is that the CEO also looks after the needs of the person who washes toilets. Rather than having to do it himself, he could, they could think about what is best for the welfare. What are the hardships that the person under them goes through? How do we help them with their work? How do we care for them? How do we look for their interests? And that's a very important principle that the boss is not to command, the boss is to care. And so in every sense of the word, the person who is boss is a pastor because their duty, their calling in life is to care for the, out, the, the needs, the welfare of those working below them. They are to be the slaves and the servants of those below them. It's a very important principle that we must bear in mind because our God loved us so much that He would wash our feet. We need to learn to love those entrusted to us, those beneath us in that sense, our subordinates, in the same way and therefore learn to serve them. Let's think about these two things then. First about a God who wants to serve us and allow him to serve us. And then about us, as bosses also, as employers, as superiors and supervisors, to learn also to hold those who are subordinate to us in our hearts and to love them. Let us pray. Father, your, your love for us has no limits. Having loved your disciples, in the world you loved them to the end and there were no limits to what that meant you stood to wash their feet and even now Lord you continue to wash our feet not to judge us or to condemn us but simply to cleanse us and to refresh us that we may experience your love again and again in small things and big things we ask, Lord, that you open our eyes to see this truth. But we ask also that even as we see and understand this truth, that we may be like you as you have loved, so let us love. Teach us then, Lord, to love those who are subordinate to us, to look into their needs, 
to care for them, to hold them in our hearts. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well then, thanks for listening and tuning in. God bless you. Goodbye.